to you learn something new every day on Community Roundup. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here with you the second Sunday of each month to share something new and exciting about the district. Thank you to Alpha Media for allowing us the opportunity to be a part of this show. Our segment is produced by my dedicated student interns in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the, under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza and Emily Martin. And if you like what you hear here today, I will share some information with you on how to, how to hear more by subscribing to our podcast at the end of the segment. Today, I'm very pleased to welcome back Palm Springs Unified's Family Engagement Coordinator, Ruby Rivera, and she has brought with her FACE Coordinator, and you'll all stand by to find out what that is and who that is, Jarvis Williams, to talk to us about our upcoming Equity Community Conference. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Joan. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks for coming back. We always love having you on the show. And for those of you who don't know you, um, for those who don't know you, which you'd really have to be living under a rock, but let's just assume there are. How long have you been with Palm Springs Unified and in what capacities? I have been with Palm Springs Unified as an employee for 15 years, but before that I was a student all those years. It's like my whole life here, Joan. Um, and I was a student, a teacher, now in this role as our district's family engagement coordinator. And I'm also wearing the hat of a parent of four kids in our school district. Yeah, it's such a, I, I love when you come on and we could talk about your whole family who have actually become, um, Ruby and a couple of her kids have become media stars as well because um, if you've been seeing any of the the COVID-19 PSAs, Ruby is the star of one of those as well as another one of our um, face coordinators, Lily Hernandez. And um, there's also one floating around with, uh, with one of your sons when he got vaccinated. So it's all very cool and we love you very much. And um, I could spend the whole time talking about how wonderful you are, but then we would not get to the business of the day. So Ruby, before we go on, um, tell us about Jarvis and what is FACE Coordinator? Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about his current position and let him tell you a little bit about his experience because he has some great background. Um, so our FACE positions are new to the district this school year, and it stands for Family and Community Engagement Specialist. And Jarvis is located at the district, but we also have eight of these positions at all eight of our Desert Hot Springs school sites. And they're primarily focusing on engaging families and the community. And Jarvis was selected because he has a wealth of experience. I'll let him tell you about um, what his previous position was and how he's bringing that to our school district. Well, thank you. Welcome, Jarvis. And I look forward to meeting you in person one of these days because uh, for those who are regular listeners, we're still recording remotely. But, you know, we're going to um, hopefully next semester be able to start doing this in person as things are looking better. But Jarvis, how long have you been with us? And tell us about your experience. 
Well, first off, thanks, Joan, for having me. Um, definitely excited to be here. Um, I'm a fairly or pretty new employee to the district. I've been here now for about four months, and I come to you guys by way of BRAF, which is Building Resilience in African-American Families. That's an after-school character building program in which I work to instill quality character, confidence in young African-American males. So I'm pretty excited to be here today. And as Ruby said, I'm still learning a lot about my position and finding my way through the district. I uh, strongly support our APAC, our Black Student Unions, as well as our Junior Black Achievers programs. So I'm excited to be here and thanks again for having me. Well, that's awesome. And you you bring, uh, like Ruby said, you bring some wonderful experience with you. And who better to be on the show with Ruby to talk about our upcoming our upcoming Equity Community Conference, which is going to be on February 5th from 9 a.m. to noon. So, Ruby, start us off, and then, Jarvis, you can fill in some of the blanks. Okay. Well, we're really excited to bring this topic to our families. We know it's an important topic in education, and maybe our parents um, can benefit from understanding some of the terms that, that educators are, are um, using to improve the education system. And Palm Springs Unified School District has been really open to hard conversations and addressing needs and making changes when necessary. And so we want to make sure that that information is reaching parents, community members, all staff, and even students. So this, this is a community conference, meaning all are welcome. And we're going to have a, a traditional format where attendees can choose the topics that they'd like to learn more about. Um, following a keynote speaker. We're really excited to have Dr. Malik Muhammad uh, joining us, and he's been doing a lot of work in Riverside County. He's actually from the East Coast, but Zoom allows him to pop in and be here much more often. Um, and he's done a lot of work supporting our staff already in our school district. So he'll be our keynote speaker. And then after that, there will be eight potential sessions for our attendees to choose from. And they'll have the opportunity to attend um, in the Zoom sessions, two of those. And I'd love for Jarvis to tell you a little bit more about the session he'll be presenting on that day. And then if we wanna get into a couple of other topics, I'd be happy to share those too. Awesome. Jarvis, what, what will you be doing on uh, February 5th at the, uh, at the, now it's virtual, which means everybody who signs up will get links on how to get into the rooms, but it's not recorded. It is live. So um, the presenters will be in real time and you'll be able to ask questions and it will be very interactive, correct? Absolutely. And we think that's really important for this type of um, topic that people feel comfortable and safe and uh, based on last year's experience it definitely was that all of our facilitators are very open to conversations and are not that just there to present you know a powerpoint presentation it, having conversations is just as important in these sessions yeah and i i did have the opportunity to it was fabulous so I could talk about that for the whole rest of the show, but I'm not going to do that. Jarvis, what will you be doing on February 5th? Well, I think on February 5th, um, the greatest thing that I will be doing is working to continue our district's mission. I think it is amazing that we are part of a courageous team, family organization that is really working to eradicate some of the disparities that separate us. So 
In my particular session, I will be dealing with the black male code. I think that it is time for people to greater understand the narrative of African-American men in this country and in our district and learn how to give the correct narrative and even teach African-American men and women, as well as people from other cultures, how to help make sure we are responsible in the way that that narrative is told and portrayed. So I will be uh, working along with a additional colleague, Brian Stevens, and we will be teaching that session. And we are very, very excited about it amongst many other sessions that will be being spoken on and taught on that day as well. Excellent. And um, what a, I'm interested in hearing a lot more about that. So I will be zooming in for that one for sure. Ruby, um, touch on some of the other topics that we'll be addressing at the conference. Okay, thanks, Joan. And you know, there really are so many topics that are important and that we'd love to include. And we did the best we could to, to narrow that down to topics that we think are, are needed within our community here. So one of them um, is being facilitated by one of our community partners at the, the center in Palm Springs, Lex, Lex Ortega, and that is called Beyond the Binary, Boost Your Allyship for LGBTQ Students of Color. And we know that that's definitely impacting our students here locally, and there's a lot of data behind that. Um, and so we wanna figure out how to be better allies and support all of our students. Um, another session, this is a repeat session from last year. It was very um, well received. People learned a lot, even though it's, you know, these are just one hour sessions. Um, it was focused on microaggressions and that's being taught by one of our assistant principals, Sue Drummond, uh, Dean of uh, Discipline, Vera Johnson. And in that topic, we're gonna talk about how microaggressions might not really be all that small and that the great impact that microaggressions can really have on people. Um, and Jarvis already told you about his session on the black male code. Uh, we also uh, have a session on colorism and helping our attendees understand what it is because it's not a commonly used term in the first place and also what the impact of that is. Um, do they recognize when when colorism is is impacting their decisions and it, whether it's you know creating a bias in their actions and so that's a really valuable lesson as well. Um, another session that that's new this year that came out of a discussion of needs is mindfulness for families. Right now we know families are are doing a lot. Um, they're coping with different things that they didn't have to pre-pandemic and. You know, we've always had had some, you know, low income families and family, you know, we, we struggle um, with with we have our challenges within our school district. But I think the pandemic really pushed a lot of families uh, over the top to the point where now we see that they're asking for more support in uh, social emotional wellness and mental health. And so this is a session um, facilitated by four of our district counselors. Stephanie McNara, Paula Henry, LaShonda Tillman, and Haiti Ramirez. And they're all gonna be providing resources for families to um, practice social emotional learning strategies in their home. Another session is facilitated by our coordinator of interventions for Palm Springs Unified, and that's Tanisha Taylor. And she'll be focusing on restorative practices. Um, her topic title is, how do you show up in relationships? 
building and maintaining relationships using restorative practices. Um, it's used in our schools, our educators are trained in this subject, but it's absolutely something that our, our families can use at home as well. It's a lot about communication techniques. And so I, when I took the training the first time, I learned so much and implemented it the very same night. So I, I know people will get a lot out of that. And, oh, were you gonna ask something, Joan? Oh, I was just gonna say, so I am going to, um, tell our listeners on the radio here that if they want to hear more about what's coming up, they need to uh, subscribe to our podcast or you, they can just download this episode if you don't want to subscribe to all of them and we will continue the conversation. So um, hang tight, you guys, and thank you. Uh, wait, before we, um, we move off of the radio show, please tell everybody, Ruby, how they can um, sign up so they can get the link to get in. Great. So the easiest way, we have a website, and I'll give you that, that website address. It's bit.ly forward slash PSUSD equity. That will take you to a website with all of the information I've shared, presenter bios and topics, and a registration link. If they want support in registering, they can call the Family Center at 760-416-1374, and one of our staff will help walk them through the registration process. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you, uh, Ruby, and thank you, Jarvis, and thank you all for joining us. If you learn something new every day on Community Roundup, if you'd like to hear more from Ruby and Jarvis and what else, at the Family Engagement Center, as well as more about our equity conference coming up on February 5th. All you have to do is download and subscribe to our podcast. It's really easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look for you learn something new, press subscribe. You will never miss a show. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see, see you right back here on February 13th. Thank you again. Ruby and Jarvis, and I hope you'll all join us on February 5th for Palm Springs Unified's Equity Conference from 9 a.m. to noon. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Ruby and Jarvis. So uh, we talked about the um, some of the topics that we are going to have at the conference. And what else would you like to highlight? I would love to highlight, let's see here, Jarvis, what do we want <laughs> to highlight? I want to highlight just how um, important it is for people to come with an open mind and and that um, they will walk away having learned something new. This is the kind of work that it doesn't matter if you think you're familiar with, you've already heard about it. Um, when you're in the room with people who are sharing their experiences and, and you know their knowledge, you're going to walk away feeling like you learned something new. And, and one of the things that this is gonna benefit is our students and our school culture. And we're looking for big change here. So everyone is welcome, even if you don't have any background, um, all of the presenters have experience with presenting, working with our youth, working in education, and will be a great resource for everybody. You know, I think I might have mentioned this to you before in one of our other conversations, Ruby, but my daughter is a, a, a new attorney. She's been, she's been in the in 
the attorney business, <laughs> for lack of it. She's been an attorney for about a year and a half. And we talked a lot about how, you know, you unconsciously make these comments sometimes and what you what you say and express without realizing the impact that you might have on the receiver of those um and those are the microaggressions, right? So yeah. Um, you saying something like that's so gay. I mean, kids say that all the time and they're not meaning anything against gay people, but they've just, it's become a coined phrase and they say it and they don't realize the impact they could have. And so I, my daughter lives in San Diego. I invited her to a particular session on microaggressions at last year's conference. And it really was an eye opener for both of us, but it really made her realize that, you know, she, you know, she texted me and she said, I guess I'm guilty. And I really didn't realize that I was. And I said, well, that's what this is all about. It's awareness and, um, you know, changing our behaviors and our attitudes so that we, we don't offend people and that we, um, we realize the the right way to conduct ourselves in order for everybody to feel comfortable and um and you know um Jarvis getting back to the the black male code session that you talked about I'm I, I'm making the assumption based on the title are you talking about how um just being a black male in society is is challenging for in some areas absolutely so we talk about an array of things um i think growing up here as a black man for one many of us don't even have an example in the homes so mm -hmm. uh, we we are we are literally trying to fulfill a role in which we've never seen acted out before our eyes so we dive into some of those myths and those things that have shaped who we are um you know there's that um, the fear that all black men are criminal, that that mm -hmm. men don't cry. We don't show emotions. We don't know how to communicate. We're deadbeat fathers. And so we dive into those things and how from very early on in life, they begin to shape not just how other people see us, but even how we see ourselves. Um, mm -hmm. There's just as much um, black on black crime as there is uh, police brutality and gang violence. And so we dive into a lot of those topics and talk about what really defines us. Um, it, it's not necessarily our sexuality. It's not, we're not limited to who we have children with. So we dive into a lot of really deep topics. Um, we really like to take an approach of just facilitating a really healthy conversation and talk about what does that look like? You know, it looks different from city to city home to home but what what really is the code of ethics for a black man how do we live lives so that black men coming behind the ones now can stand on our shoulders and do great things so it's a really rich subject and again we, we really like to allow whoever comes to the workshop to be the driving force but we tackle some of those tough issues and i think that's one of the great things about our district is that no one well, I wouldn't say no one, but there are a lot of people who have the courage to dive into some of those tough conversations. And I think given the culture and the climate, um, just what we've seen in the last few years, dealing with the black male code and helping give that some context is gonna be very crucial for how we all move 
forward as a um, as a district, as a community, as a valley, and really even as a country. Yeah, it's it's so it, it's also important, you know. Like uh, before our district really took this on, um, you know, full board. I mean, we've uh, we've we've been dipping our toe for a while, but it was after um, uh, the George, George Floyd tragedy that our district really, um, you know, put together our anti-racism coalition and um, and has really been focused on, uh, we even before that we were doing um, conscious bias training, which I don't think it's called that anymore. What's it called, Ruby? Yeah, so now conscious education. Yes, okay. So, you know, for me, sitting in on some of those initial meetings and even after everything happened with, with George, George Floyd and everything surrounding that, I was a little bit defensive, not defensive, but I guess I didn't understand Black Lives Matter and I didn't understand why, you know, like so many other people, the response was all lives matter. And I didn't understand why that's not, that, that's not what this is. It's yes, all lives matter, but black lives matter because that's where the fire is right now. And I, I, I understand it now and I feel it now and we can go ahead. And those of us who grew up in a society where we were not a minority and we did we didn't ever walk in and feel like we were the only ones in the room and everybody was staring at us that we don't understand it and just having the conversations you develop and i know i have a whole different understanding and appreciation for what everyone's feeling and we all have to you know if you want to really have a better life that includes all of us and that all of our kids feel valued and included, then you have to have those conversations. And they're not easy. You know, I forever said, I'm not a racist. And I, I deep down, I don't believe I am. But just because of how I grew up and, and just what I explained just now, I probably, I guess I probably, I, I was a racist or had those kind of tendencies without ever realizing. So all of this is so important and no one really, I, no, I, thank you for my therapy session right now. Well, really thank you for sharing Joan and being so <laughs> honest. And I know I appreciate that. And the fact that you, you were willing to change your perspective on something that's so important and really just by listening to other people's experiences, we don't know what another person's experience is until we really listen and we can't base life on our own experience alone. So thank you, John, exactly. for doing that work. Yeah, and, and before we, we run out of time, Ruby, I, I would like you to explain to people the definition of equity because I think there's still a lot of people who think that equity and equality are the same thing, and they certainly are not. So explain what equity means. Well, I think that even just in your example, Joan, um, you brought up some topics, starting with the fact that we all walk through life with different experiences. 
and the way that we're treated in life. Um, the, the people that are in certain rooms, it's different. Um, so if we're talking about specifically, um, you know, African-American students in our school district, we're doing a lot of specific work Jarvis mentioned with our Black Student Union, our APAC, our Junior Black Achievers. Um, there is not a lot of opportunity for them to walk in a room and see themselves represented through the teachers and administration and even with peers. And so equity is about helping people um, get what they need to be successful. And historically, we've talked about this, that um, our nation and even within the school system, it hasn't made it easy. It's actually made it hard for some people to have academic success, social success, um, our biases. Maybe they were unconscious biases. Maybe our you know, teachers and our, our policies, people weren't aware that they were being fully racist, but they had bias in the decisions that were being made and who could access certain classes and who was being um, mentored to move on to college. There's a lot of reasons that not every group has been given an equal opportunity. So equity is about finding out what the needs are and serving each individual student, um, you know, and, and making people aware of it. I think that's a big part of this is people aren't aware that there is so much inequity and they, they, you know, they think, hey, everyone has an equal chance. We're all equal in this country. And they're, they're using their lens and, and what right. their experience has mm -hmm. been. So equity is, is important, not just in, in the education system, but this is what we can impact right now. So if we can create more equitable school systems, that's a good start. And, and you know, you, you brought that up, of, you know, kids seeing people who are like them in leadership positions and in role model positions. And I didn't really understand that either because I'm, I'm like, well, every job, you know, everybody, whoever is the most qualified to get the job, regardless of what they look like or what, and that, and there's truth to that. And then there's also the importance that young children see people look like them in a, in a position of authority or in a, you know, as their teachers, as their counselors, because otherwise, why would they ever think that that's something they could be? Right. And I, I understand that now. And so, um, I, the work that this district is doing is, and I'm so glad that we're we're moving, uh, we, we've moved and will continue to do so for years to come, hopefully forever, because it, it is so important. And so um, Jarvis, before we, uh, we run out of time here, uh, we're, we are so, lucky to have you in the district. Your background is phenomenal. So you bring to the table so much experience and knowledge that you'll be able to help in what we're doing. When you're not working on the equity conference, which as a reminder is February 5th to noon, what do you do at the Family Engagement Center? I'm currently working on a upcoming course that I'll be teaching uh, next semester, which is going to be called Time Out. And it's just some new, uh, fun, interactive, engaging techniques to help parents reimagine what parenting and rearing up healthy and confident children look like. Uh, I'm also working uh, with the APAC and helping get the HBCU tour off the ground. So 
I'm doing a lot of things. Uh, these ladies keep me going over here. They uh, <laughs> teach a lot of courses. And, you know, when I find time, I lift a couple heavy boxes. But, um, you know, I, I'm just... There, I, I always, I joke around, but I'm actually serious that I don't know when Ruby sleeps because, I mean, thankfully she has more help than she, with our, our face coordinators and some, some other, um, you know, office assistants, but not enough because there's something going on at centers or in a virtual setting or at a school site every single day, pretty much. And um, so we haven't had the time to go through that, but um, here we are January 9th and getting kicking off the second semester tomorrow. And there's lots going on. Tell everybody how they can subscribe to your fabulous newsletter, which has everything you want to know. Absolutely. I think the easiest way would be to first find us on our Family Center website, which is linked on the district website. So it's nice and easy. Um, also pretty easy to remember. It's familycenter.psusd.us. And we have our newsletter with all of our upcoming events linked on there, as well as a lot of other resources. So if you don't have time to make it out to one of our sessions, there's, there's some information on the website itself. Uh, yeah, and a lot of the sessions are recorded. You know, if, if they're virtual, they're recorded. And there is literally something for everybody, um, whether you need assistance with all the online stuff, there's courses for that. There's, uh, there's workshops, there's fun stuff for the whole family. Uh, there's after school programs on Wednesdays that are for families. And there's just, I could go on and on, but we do not have time. So thank you. Thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. February 5th is our Palm Springs Unified Equity Community Conference. And Ruby, one more time, what's the to sign up? The direct link would be bit.ly, so that's bit.ly forward slash PSUSD equity. And we'll also have this linked on our website, so you can find it in multiple places. And, you know, we have a couple of weeks, so look all over our social media. There will be tons of information, I promise. Thank you both again for being here. I truly appreciate it. We will have you back real soon. A new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Brianna and Emily. Thank you again, Ruby and Jarvis, and we'll see you next week.